What is up, everybody? Welcome to Studio Day Hefrey, where I'll give you your Cowboy updates of the day, and then I'll tell you how the Cowboys beat the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, updates. Tank Lawrence had his foot surgery. He will be out for a long time. Exact time frame, not necessarily known, not given by Mike McCarthy today, but fifth metatarsal is what I heard, which means a long time, and which means if you don't give it enough time, you can ruin your career. So Tank Lawrence is out for quite a while. Randy Gregory still has not had a uh, negative COVID test, so he's going to still be in the protocol. So you will likely be without both starting defensive ends against the Chargers this weekend. Now, uh, you also had Donovan Wilson miss another practice with a groin. You would surely like him to play this weekend because I'm not trying to be missing another freaking starter. Lyle Collins suspended. Michael Gallup out. So there's a lot of things going on. Now, I did get a hold of the All-22. Watched the Chargers versus Washington last week. And we can talk a little bit about how do the Cowboys beat the Chargers. And we'll start with the challenges. I think challenge number one, everybody's pretty aware of. And that would be one Joseph Bosa. Joey Bosa might be the best edge player in the NFL when he's healthy and going right. And against, um, against Washington, he looked good. So... Terrence Steele is going to be your right tackle. They may not. Jerry said it. McCarthy wouldn't confirm it, but we heard from Zach Martin yesterday, and he told you that he's not, like he would not refuse to play right tackle, but the circumstances were different last year, he said, where they were missing all of their offensive tackles. So Zach Martin's going to be your break in in case of uh, emergency glass to tackle. And for one game, you're going to try this thing with Terrence Steele, and he plays right tackle. And he was not very good in the preseason. He was not very good last year. He's going to be going up primarily against one of the best defensive ends in football, in Joey Bosa, who will line up in all sorts of different alignments. And he is going to be a freaking handful. A lot of times they will line Bosa up in what is called a wide nine. And let me explain what a wide nine is. Okay, picture the center. Here's the center, right? Next to the center is one. Next to the guard is three. Next to the tackle is five. Next to the tight end is seven. So nine is even further out. So he gives himself a nice little runway to get a running start on a lot of his pass rushes, which makes it really tough to handle um, because it's just so hard to cut off his his ramp up. And so Joey Bosa is going to be a problem. He's going to be a problem. Now, let me get the exact numbers that Washington ran for. Uh, against the Chargers because I don't think it's going to be impossible to run the ball against the Chargers. Uh, you may not do it well consistently. Yeah, so Antonio Gibson, 90 yards, averaged four and a half. Uh, so they basically averaged just over four and a half yards per rush against the Chargers. Their defense, they've got, I actually think their best run defending defensive tackle is Linval Joseph. And he may not play a ton when they're in the nickel. You'll get Jerry Tillery and you'll get Justin Jones. Like, I think the front that they have, you can run on. Now, their linebackers played really well last week. Kenneth Murray, Kaiser White, those guys both I thought played really well. And obviously, Derwin James, safety, is an awesome player. But you'll have some opportunities because I think they'll give you some opportunities on how they align. A lot of times they will. They'll line up with a nose tackle, two guys fairly wide, and then guys in a wide nine. And you'll have gaps to jam the ball up in there and run. 
And their roster is just, they're not a great run-stopping team. They're okay. So there's an opportunity to run the ball. But where I think the Cowboys' big advantage is, and this is going to be pretty much every week, but for once, it's actually, I believe, the weakness of the Chargers is the strength of the Cowboys. To me, the weakness of the Chargers is, if you listen to the G-Bag Nation on 105.3, the fan you heard Brian Broaddus talk about, Asante Samuel Jr., who plays left cornerback for them. He's a rookie out of Florida State and loved him as a prospect. And I thought he played okay against Washington. And Brian wants to go after that guy. I want to go after the other outside cornerback, Michael Davis, number 43. Um, on tape, I don't think he looks real good. They do have Chris Harris. So they have one good corner, but that ain't enough when you're playing against the Cowboys. So your opportunity for the Cowboys is that I think you can handily beat both of their outside corners with CeeDee Lamb and Amari Cooper. I think you can handle both of them. Now, defensively, if I were the Cowboys – they wanted to be stupid enough to let me run their team. Here are two things that I would do against the Chargers. Number one, I would play Micah Parsons on the edge more than I would play him at linebacker. I think that right now on your roster, it's possible that Micah Parsons is the best edge that you have. Better than Dorrance Armstrong, better than Terrell Basham. Now, if you run right at Micah Parsons when he's lined up in sort of a defensive end role, that might work for an offense. But as far as his ability as a pass rusher and the violence and the athleticism to get to the football, I want to play Micah Parsons on the edge. I got linebackers. I don't have edge guys. Sure, Dorrance Armstrong's going to play snaps. Terrell Basham's going to play snaps. Right now, they would be your starters. Bradley and I is going to play snaps. Hopefully, you get Chauncey Golston back pretty soon. But I'm playing Parsons where I'm my weakest because I got dudes to play linebacker. I can line up Keanu Neal and Leighton Vander Esch there. On early downs, I can play Jalen Smith there. I have Jabril Cox, who I think is ready to play NFL snaps. I got dudes. So I'm lining Micah Parsons up on the edge, and I am attacking them. I'm going to attack their right tackle, Brian Balaga, with Micah Parsons. That's what I'm going to do. Now, the other thing that if the Cowboys were dumb enough to let me run their organization that I would do is I would tell Trayvon Diggs, you are going to follow Mike Williams, number 81. Mike Williams is every bit of 6'4", 220, and he might be more than that. But Mike Williams is the wide receiver on the Chargers that is more followable. Keenan Allen, it's hard to follow because they'll hide him in bunches and they even motioned him into the backfield as like a second running back and shotgun to then run a Texas route. So one, I think it's harder to follow Keenan Allen. And two, I actually would really like the matchup of Trayvon Diggs on Mike Williams. 6'4", 220 doesn't bother Diggs. Um, I'm not going to say that route runners bother him because we've seen him go against CD and Amari Cooper and at times hold his own. But I would rather put him on the big guy who's not an explosive route runner, who's not quick. Uh, Mike Williams is kind of a jump ball uh, screen game and see if he can break a tackle, run him across the field with the big body. I want Trayvon Diggs on Mike Williams because he is followable. He's not going to be the guy in the backfield. He will be in the slot way less than Keenan Allen will be. So what you do is you play Mike Williams with Trayvon Diggs and then everybody else basically covers Keenan Allen. Pretty much everybody else. I was not impressed with their tight end, Jared Cook. I think he just looks like he doesn't move all that well anymore. Once upon a time, he was a 4-4-9 guy. 
But I don't see Jared Cook as a guy who is a big offensive threat. I don't see Jalen Guyton as a guy who is a big offensive threat. So really, you're worried about Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, and their running back, Austin Eckler. Those are the dudes you got to worry about. And I got linebackers that can run, so hopefully you can handle Eckler with that. Uh, he is hell, though. He's tough to deal with. And then Keenan Allen, what you do is you line up a uh, corner whose responsibility is to cover him. He has help inside from a dropping linebacker. He has help over the top from a safety. You're basically just bracketing him, and that's what I would do a lot if they asked my opinion, which they won't because they're smarter than me. But I like to give you my smartest thoughts. Some people have floated the idea of letting Deshaun Wright play in this game, and you guys know I just I worry about the huge corners. But against a guy like Mike Williams, if you wanted to try it, I'm on board with you. We could try it. We try it, and then you wouldn't have to have Diggs following Williams. But I do think asking a mid-round rookie corner to cover, like I'm being kind of dismissive of Mike Williams as a player if I have Trevon Diggs on him. If you put a slight of build rookie 6'4 corner on Mike Williams, I do think you may be asking for trouble then. So I don't see Nashawn Wright as part of the game plan this week. I'd like to get Kelvin Joseph uh, healthy and see if I could throw him in there. And uh, mix it up that way. Other things about the Chargers, Justin Herbert's really good. He's mobile. He can get out of sticky situations. Um, He can get a lot on throws even when his body isn't into it. They ran a play action where he's rolling to his right, and it was a slot blitz off that side. So he's like, "Uh uh-oh, and still got plenty of zip on a ball that I think it was like a deepish out route out there to the right. Uh, Justin Herbert's super talented. He's super talented. So you're going up against a really good quarterback with one really good receiver, uh, a good running back, an okay offensive line, a linebacker core that played good last week, corners that I think will struggle with the Cowboys wide receivers. They got a good safety group. That's the LA Chargers. Cowboys way to beat them is for CeeDee Lamb and Amari Cooper to each go for 120 yards and a score and to score 30 points. Because the Chargers, to me, they're a offense that can get first downs, but I don't think they have a ton of explosion in that offense. Explosion, explosion and big plays, I think, has to come from Herbert more so than their wide receivers, who just, they're not burners. Um, so outscore them. That's the way. Will I predict the Cowboys to win? I won't tell you until it's time. Um, but it's a fun matchup. Terrence Steele versus Joey Bosa is going to be incredibly important, but the most important thing is going to be just give me two seconds because I just need time for Dak to get the ball to Cooper and CD and score a bunch of points. And you might have the opportunity to be a little balanced this week. The Chargers may give you an opportunity to run the ball a little bit. So that is my predictions, and uh, we'll do it that way. Uh, I do have people who've been asking me about um, Mario asked about how Dan Quinn would plan for this week. I kind of gave you that. People have been asking, would you get Cleveland Furl? Uh, if he's available, he was inactive for the Raiders this week. He's a former number four overall pick. He had no business going number four overall. Uh, if they're giving him away, I'll take him. I do think the Cowboys need to have their head on a swivel looking for help on the edge because I don't know when Demarcus Lawrence gets back and you can't bank on him being an effective player. I think this year at all coming off of foot surgery this morning. So there you go. Cowboys chargers, a little preview for you. Um, put that in your pipe and smoke it. Leave in the comments what you want to hear about tomorrow. Remember, you have no idea what anybody's going through, so be cool to everybody. I love you. Bye.